Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Gashana, the Immolator. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Omid, the Twilight Mage. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Rao, the Battlemaster. My name's JD. I'm the Dungeon Master for this game. This is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChimeraCast. try to summon my burning brand sweet roll it that's no, it's a seven. Oh, yeah you're good we're good Whew. we're good Whew. so i get to choose one from the list i'm gonna pick throne and near so it's still fiery and dangerous perfect love it so your fire sputters in your hand into effect what does it look like when it's thrown and you haven't thrown it yet I think it looks like a little ball of fire hovering above my palm. I, uh, I ask that mostly because they are going to like kind of stop in their tracks a little bit and then more cautiously still move towards you all, but definitely more cautiously. <laughs> it probably takes like the, after they stop, um, it takes the like word from one of them and then they, they advance again. Right. What are you doing down here? Now, hold on, hold on. We don't need, what is going on? Why are you uh, why are you coming after us? Is Rasanthi here? The one that gave the order to to keep advancing points his short sword at you. So he speaks in broken common, basically. You come with us. Where? Basilissa. Why? They keep coming towards you guys. They're probably definitely on each side of you now, and obviously you guys are in the middle of this seating having smashed down into the middle of it. Did you say they're, like, coming from both sides? Yep, there's two on either side of you. Omid, what are you doing? Because uh, y- you haven't really acted yet. Yeah, I think Omid's trying to back up and just get out of their vi- their visual range while still b- hopefully being able to hear them. It's only 12 feet, and I imagine he's barking like a mad dog. Yeah, if you're up on the balcony, you'll have no problem with both of those things, honestly. Yeah, I think I'm going to sit and actually see how this plays out and see if maybe... Uh, not revealing myself is the smarter choice and the smarter strategy here. Cool. Rao and Gashana, uh, it's back to you. Should I give them a warning shot? They are getting a little close. Gashana takes aim at the center of the the dude who just did the talking's chest and uh, gives him a, a warning shot, uh, heavily quotationed around warning. Yeah, you're just actually trying to hit him, right? Go ahead and you roll volley for this now. Yeah, but I can do it with intelligence. Right. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Hell yeah. That's an 11. Woo! Roll your damage. That's a three. Uh, I guess it was kind of a warning shot, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously your fireball hits him pretty much square in the chest, but it doesn't uh, quite penetrate as much as you were hoping it would. And he, he maybe, like... Stops a little bit, puts his puts his hand up to his his chest, and then barks another order. And the the one next to him like rushes forward, and the other two rush down the the seating, kind of sidling along, uh, in order to get to you very quickly. So yeah, now you guys are 
pretty much surrounded. Ryle, what do you do? So I'm going to pull my bill hook out. I probably had it out at this point. How many are how many are surrounding us at this point? Three. Three? So the one that just got hit in the chest is lingering behind a little bit. He's still in the aisle. So Gashan and I are going to start grouping up towards the center, and I'm going to start poking back at them with uh, my bill hook, and I'm going to change tactics to cautious. Cool. Go ahead and roll that for me. And then um, are you facing the two heading your way or the one? Because they're coming from opposite sides, right? I'm trying to keep the other two away from us. Because the, the one you're talking about is the one Gashana just shot, right? Uh, and, well, and then there's another one, right, that was with, like, next to that one who's actually charging forward. So there's four total. Yeah. yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Got, okay. Gotcha. Okay, I thought there were only three. No, that's cool. That's cool. So the, the two that are on either side of us, I'm pushing them back. Perfect. And so that's a 10. Oh, this is going good. I shouldn't say, I should not have said that. I formulate a new plan and select a new tactic. Um, yeah, so it just it just happens. I'm in the cautious mode now. Very good. Look, I don't plan on going anywhere with any of you. What do you want with me? And did you know we were going to be here? What's going on? One of them, um, as they as they like come at you, they kind of like parry your spear a little bit, just like testing you a little bit. And then as they uh, they go in for another one to like kind of sweep it the other direction, the second one, the one kind of coming up the seats with him, jumps onto one of the seats and then jumps over your bill hook and down on you. What do you do? Down on me? Yeah. So basically, as the as the one was catching your bill hook with his sword, the other one jumped up on on a, onto like the the top of one of the chairs and then leapt up over to try and get at you. Well, I'm going to try to hit him in under the chin with the butt of my billhook as he comes down on me. Hit him in the button and knock him out. Cool. So this would be... Oh, here's a question. So this would be like with your offhand, right? Because if you're swinging it around to hit him with the back... Because uh, the billhook, it, it's two-handed, right? Yes. I'm not swinging it around. I'm pulling it back. He's jumping at me from behind me. Am I understanding this correctly? No, he's jumping straight at you from the front while the other one was like catching your bill hook. So yes, this would be on my offside. Cool. So let's go ahead and I'll just have you do a hack and slash and we'll see how your arm maybe comes into effect with this. That's a 10. Nice. Go ahead and deal your damage to this one. That's six damage. Okay, cool. You catch him pretty strongly, but I think because you are moving more slowly than you were hoping with that offhand, the other one, as you swung your bill hook around, then had the opening to rush you from that side and does so. So we will come back to you in a second. Gashana, what are you doing as this uh, this other individual is approaching you from your side? He's using a, like a short sword and shield, you said? It's just a short sword right now. They don't have shields out. The emulator has the move handcrafted. You may use your hands in place of tools and fire to craft metal objects. Mundane weapons, armor, and metal jewelry can all be formed from their raw components. You may unmake these things as well, but to do so without time and safety might require that you defy danger first. So what my idea is, is sort of lure him in to making a hasty attack and then grab his helmet or breastplate and like rip it off of him. Try to like lower his armor. I like this. I think it'll take you a, a little bit to get there. Yeah. So you are first trying to fake him out to draw him in, right? I guess, how are you doing this? I think I wait for him to lunge in, and knowing that I might take a little bit of damage, I kind of make it seem like the blow's going to land and step into it, like step inside of his reach right at the last second. 
Okay, give me a Defy Danger plus Dex then. That is a six. All right, I'm potentially intrigued by the idea of Omid aiding if you want to enter this fray, Omid, but obviously you'd have to do something physical to, to, to aid on this one. So it's up to you. Hey, Flay Flow! I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, at that, at Omid, Omid's gonna drop in like a sack of potatoes and let's see what happens. <laughs> I, besides plus idiot, what would you like me to actually roll to see how I do this? Give me a Defy Danger plus Constitution to Fuck. withstand the damage that you're putting your body through. <laughs> it's a it's a solid three. Ooh. Oh no! <laughs> oh god! Sorry, it's a solid four, I guess. Plus one. We're so good yeah. at fighting, you guys. <laughs> that's that's what this team I mean, is that the best makes at. sense. I knew this. There was a, a distinct possibility that this was gonna go a haywire. Just because it was precarious, but yeah, Omi Omi dives right in to try and help Gushana. All right, I'm thinking. I do love the image of like not even getting like a a solid clearance away from the balcony and just falling like bricks. <laughs> Here's what it is. Yeah, it's basically Omi doesn't commit. Oh, and no. so I think right as you reach the edge of the balcony, you like freak yourself out and like try to like your body tries to stop itself and you just slide and you are going to fall right off the ledge and you're going to land right at the feet of the one who is giving orders. And in the meantime, <laughs> uh, Gashana's going to get caught by this blade. Oopsies. <laughs> you're going to take a D6 of damage. That is two damage. Cool. Armor applies. I don't have any. It's also not odd damage. That move's so fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Objectively, uh, Rao, you have one of these guards um, rushing at you and, and pretty much is underneath your reach and within striking distance of his own blade. What do you do? This other one that you struck is still alive as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull in the haft of my, of my bill hook and spin it around and attempt to knock the blade of the one who's lunging me away and back up and regroup with Gashana. Give me a defy danger plus strength. That is a nine. I'm going to spend my one gambit that I have right now and make that a 10. Cool. I like that. You are then going to at least deflect this blade and are able to back up. And I think that maybe you are essentially back to back with Gashana now. Is that what I'm picturing? Yeah. Do we see Omid? You guys are probably a little distracted <laughs> to That's, see Omid. I, I, I didn't know if we heard him. We probably heard him fall, but we probably don't know where he's at. Right. And at that moment, right, so, uh, Omid, you are being lifted up to your feet by this captain. What do you do? <laughs> it's an interesting question. And I mean, like, full on, just like, he has his, his gauntleted mitt around your your robes and, are, and is hauling you to your feet. Does it seem like he's going to cut me down? No. I mean, he's got his blade, but he's not, like, running you through right now, which he probably could have done. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna try and stab him with the scorpion tail shadow that I have used before. Just in just rise it up and stab stab like uh 
as if it was raising like a 45 degree angle from the ground and just stabbed through his gut. So his the 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 shadow that his sword is casting. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah, roll black magic. That'll be a ten. You forgot to say your tags. Oh, sorry. Piercing and you have to choose a range tag still, don't you? Or did you choose that advance? Uh, I don't think I chose that advance. I think you have to choose a range tag, or did, I don't remember the options. The way the options work. No, yeah. Uh, it says it defaults to hand. Oh, well, you're you're. Definitely at hand with him, if I understand. Yeah. So I might <laughs> he literally has a hand. On yeah, him, yeah, so. yeah. I think that'll work. The one I'm, I'm debilitating seems a little spicy here, because I'm trying to like pin him so that he will not attack me. Yeah, that's good. I think I'm gonna go with debilitating and piercing. All right, excellent. I love it. Cool. Go ahead and roll your damage. Four. And it's one piercing. Is that right? Yes, but it's also debilitating, so it's minus one. So I guess, actually, it's a three. Forgot about that. Yeah, debilitating just gives you fictional powers. Yeah, he's pretty haggard, but I think he's, like, pinned by his shadow, if that's cool with you. Uh, That's exactly what I was going for. Sweet. So he may not really realize this yet, but I think he maybe, what do you think? He can't move, but can still like move his arms or something. How do you want to? Yeah, just, yeah, giving me the opportunity to, well, I, I can still roll for it to try and like get out of his grasp, knowing that for he's sure. pinned there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Let us cut back over, I think. Yeah, um, that sounds great. To the the two of the others of yous. Gashana and Rao, you are back to back. Um, You are basically fighting three of these guards no hold on i want to i'm i want to do the whole battle master thing i want to tell you what to do just i'm just trying to think of how i want this to play out you can obviously not listen to me that is always an option actually i do want to let's have a little beat too because we got a minute not a minute literally but we're like you know doing the whole the camera's like swooping around us as we're back to back yeah yeah yeah. are you doing all right i'm fine the scratch did you hear omid fall (laughs) <laughs> I saw him fall. <laughs> I hope he's okay. <laughs> How are we getting out of this? The one I battered across the head earlier. Finish him off. I'll take the other two. And Rao like gestures toward the one that he that he hit earlier. Okay. And I'm going to I'm gonna switch tactics to aggressive and I want to move in and how far apart are they, JD? Are they like they were probably closing in on us? which is why I would think they're, like, kind of close together. Yeah, I mean, I was picturing you guys as kind of more testing each other's metal a little bit, like everybody outside of each other's range, kind of everybody calculating what they're trying to do next. So that's yeah. why I wasn't worried about rushing you too much. That was how I saw it as well. So I want to I wanna change to the aggressive stance and leap forward and hit the one on my left side with the blade of the bill hook and then hit the other one with the heft and try to draw their attention toward me so that Gashana has an opportunity to remove the third one as a threat entirely. So the one that you already hit is like closer, like those two are on your side and then it's Gashana and then it's this other one on the other side of Gashana. Okay. We spun around a little bit earlier. <laughs> like they were, they were in a <laughs> well, triangular still, formation. The two, that you're, the two that you're trying to hit are on opposite sides of you. Okay, fine. Does that make um, sense? I mean, I'm fine with you guys like reshuffling, but I don't think you can hit both in like a deft swoop. Without, well, particularly without hitting the one in the middle, who's the one that you just told Goshana to hit? 
Uh, well, there is. I still don't quite understand if they're in like a triangle around us, or are they? Like no, so they're the, they're like coming up rows of seats. So there's the one. There are two basically in your row. That's the one in front of you, who's who's still totally fine. The one on Gashana's side, who's still totally fine, and then the other one who had tried to leap at you, who is like in the row next to you. Okay, I f- I follow. I follow. Cool. Well, then I will I will approach this a different way. Is there a are these seats like bolted down? Probably not. Okay. Well, in that case, I will change tactics to a reckless stance, and I'm going to, with the with the end of my bill hook, pick up one of these chairs and fling it at the far, at the one coming down our row, and then uh, lunge at the one in front of me that is not in our row, and therefore the one that I did not attack earlier, if I understand correctly with the butt of my hook and try to give Gashana enough space to incapacitate the third one permanently. All right. So you are throwing the seat at one of them who's coming up. Are you doing the one at, on Gashana's side? Is that the one that you're throwing? If I understand correctly, yes. Yeah. So you're still leaving the injured one for Gashana. That is my intention, yes. Perfect. All right. I like this a lot. Let's do it. So give me... Uh, you, oh, you need to switch tactics first, I right? need to switch tactics. Let's do it. So that is an eight. This new tactic isn't effective at first. I'm going to take minus one forward. So I'm going to take minus one to this next roll that I do. Love it. Then give me a defy danger plus strength, I think, to throw the the seat. Yeah, that doesn't matter anyway. It's a three. Uh, I'm just going to cut you short then. I think as you go to to swing that one up, the the one that you did actually injure leaps forward over the the seating and catches you uh maybe in the leg go ahead and take a d6 of damage any piercing nope okay i'm gonna take one damage i do think that you still get this chair off at least so gashana you don't necessarily need to immediately deal with the the one that was coming at you okay what do you do i am still gonna take a shot at that injured or the injured one is the one that just attacked him right so he's like right up next to me too exactly yeah i'm just gonna try to stab this fire into the side of his head. Yeah, you're at... Uh, you still have hand range, right? Yeah. Cool. Give me a, a hack and slash. That is a nine. Go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's eight damage. Fantastic. How do you kill this guy? Like, I think I punch... Like, Gashan is not that strong, but with the fire, it just melts through his helmet and, like... Rao briefly sees as my hand like punches into his head the fire like bursts from his eye sockets in his mouth love it <laughs> now tell me how Rao gets caught in this fire ah, ah you let that dangerous tag ah, on boy ah. shitty for Rao but the 7 through 9 is that like the head breathes fire from and onto him Blur. sick <laughs> <laughs> He just he just pukes up fire guts, <laughs> which I think is yeah. Rao, you're you're also taking this damage. Okay, I took eight. Yep. Yep. I don't remember we 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 uh, talked about this before. Am I? Do I get a gambit for that? Uh, I th- yes, we did. I think we decided that you did because then you could take into account how reckless Gashana could be. I like so that. I believe we we yeah. were accounting it because you could you could devise a strategy taking that into account. Cool. Uh, since I'm in reckless mode. I take an extra D4. Oh, no. I forgot about that. 
Ugh. Oof. It's just one. You don't, does, do you have piercing? Does it ignore armor? I don't remember. No, it doesn't. It is something that I can, if I take an advance move, choose. Through all of this, the other one who had so far been uh, un, unscathed is taking advantage of this dramatic scene and also hopped off one of the seats, jumps over uh, his friend who is now dying and is going to bring his sword down on Yugashana. Omid, what are you what are you doing? You are still in the grasp of the captain, but he is pinned down, though he may not know it yet. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try and like I probably bash an elbow into his face region to get away. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna you know tussle with him to try and break break his clutch on me. Defy danger plus strength. It's gone so well in the past. Holy shit. Uh, it's a nine, which means I rolled a 10, ladies and gentlemen, but that hopefully will get me somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's pinned down. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of thinking that you, you put yourself in an advantageous spot anyway on this. Cool. So I think that you are able to kind of ring your way out of his grasp and he's probably going to just try to step in and, and sweep you with his sword, but he gets caught by his, by his own shadow. And he's going to, like, look back at it, expecting something to have been there, to have, like, caught him. Uh, but obviously, there is nothing there. So, Omid, you are freed. What do you do? You probably just saw a big, fiery burn happen. I th- Omid's going to turn and head for the towards that fire, knowing exactly what it probably means. <laughs> cool. So, from the, from the, like, aisle that you are in, then, you would basically approach from behind the one that just got the chair thrown at him. Okay, cool. Is he he's still standing and trained on them? Yeah, it basically just like caught him and stumbled him back a couple steps, but I mean, obviously that's all cleared out, so he's going to be approaching again. He doesn't notice me yet, does he? Nope. Very focused on what's happening. Uh, Rao's not really getting his shit together. You just took a lot of damage, right? Well, what it what had happened is I got caught trying to th- throw this guy back that you're right behind, and then I got fire-breathed on me. Yeah. And so, like, I'm not, you know, necessarily the worst position, no, but I definitely just got hurt. I'm probably readying atta- an attack on the guy in the next row. You're you're trained on someone else? Yes. Okay. And Gashana, are you trained on someone else, or are you- Some dude's moving? jumping at me to attack me. That's the guy we're both Though, focused on. You're both on. focused yeah. on him. If this guy's trying to come up on Gashana and Rao, then Omid's going to pick up a chair and just try and crack him in the back with it. Yeah. Go ahead and just give me a hack and slash, I think. Is that cool? Cool. Gashana, you have this guy leaping at you. What do you do? Do I see him leaping at me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's happening kind of in the chaos of everything okay. else going on. But you can, you definitely can react to him. Are we going to resolve the hack and slash first, or is that... Nope, this is all happening at once. Okay, okay, I just didn't know. Making sure where I'm, I'm parsing this correctly. I'm going to, from the hip, just... I've got one use of this burning brand left, and I'm just going to try to catch him as he's in the air. All right, I am cool with that. How about you guys both roll your attacks at the same time? So, Rao, you're still hanging out being burnt. Omid, you're hack and slashing, and then Gashana, you're volleying. Yep. I want to say before this roll happens that this is the second wrestling move I've done today. <laughs> and I, therefore, when I roll this three, <laughs> we all shouldn't be surprised. 
You jinx, yep, I roll the jinx, three. You jinx me. Holy oh shit. fuck, that's also what I roll. <laughs> they both rolled threes. Oh my. Technically, God. I rolled a four. I mean, I'm sorry. I jinx, I knew what was happening. At a minus one, when I just rolled a ten, <laughs> things weren't gonna go great for me. I'm trying to bash a a trained soldier in the back of my head. Well, with you a were chair. just trying to get his attention. Yeah, more or less. Good news. <laughs> you, you have it because I essentially just fired a tracer round at you. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, I thought it was the, the other guy. No, it's two separate guys. That shouldn't go to me. It's oh, the, I'm I getting the you. guy who was coming up on your guys. Okay, flat. I, yeah. I, I, I was miss reading, reading the situation. I would have yeah. loved it if he just steps out of the way. You just shoot. <laughs> I think our uh, our bond would have been resolved because you would have been dead. <laughs> You will now forget how to magic. <laughs> I'm taking this privilege away from you. Your oh magic God. gland. Okay, yeah, but what happens? I think that right as Omid, you are throwing the chair, the captain shouts out, and the guard basically ducks down um, instinctively as he like turns to face you, and the chair just sails right over his head. And then uh, Gashana, I think because you were caught off guard and a little hesitant you kind of like wildly throw your fire just off into the seats and they light on fire at that. The music that the harpist was playing stops and the figure stands up on the stage. Am I taking damage from that or is the, Oh, uh, no, I think that, um, I think that you throwing the, the fireball is enough to, to, to stay his blade. Like he doesn't, he's not able to follow through. Right. Cause he's like thrown off by it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So the, uh, the guard that Omid you had just tried to strike is now has now turned to face you and is um, going to run at you. What do you do? Uh, this is probably a bad idea. Rao, are you going to be able to back me up here? Uh, I'm going to try. Great. I'm going to pull out my short sword and run at him. <laughs> Excellent. Give me a hack and slash, I guess. Yeah. Sounds good. Dang. Five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, as you're running, uh, he's going to hop up on one of these chairs and then jump up at you, which you certainly did not expect, and brings his sword down on you for a D6 of damage. Woof. He gets it all. Six damage to me. Yeah, man. It just drives like into your shoulder. Big, meaty chunk gushing. Uh! I'm I'm probably out for a second. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's fine. So this guy that Gashana shot the fireball at, he's like pretty much right on me, right? Yeah, he basically landed right in the middle of you guys. So the the three of you are very intimate right now. How is this guy doing? He can he can smell how burnt your hair is. Well, you didn't really have any hair because you just shaved. He can smell how burnt your eyebrow hair is. I have like a beard, and we talked about we talk about how hairy, oh, how yeah, hairy nice. we talk about how hairy he is in general. So oh yeah, maybe your your chest is just all singed up. <laughs> Omid, Omid will be very sad later. <laughs> so he's like, he's like just, he's like right on my, I'm using my, can I say he's on my dominant side? Is that? Yeah, that's totally cool. Cool. So he's momentarily distracted by this huge fireball that Gashana just sent into the far back. And I'm going to sweep his leg out from under his leg and then turn my bill hook around and stab him. I'm going to spend two gambit to deal my damage to an enemy. Oh, nice. Love this. Roll it. Oh, and I am in reckless mode, so I deal an additional D4. So that is nine damage with two piercing. Nice. Yeah, how do you kill this guy? 
uh, as it is all said, but I just I just bring it down into his. Hel- they're wearing like helmets, right? Yeah. Are they full face mask? I I should have given more thought to this before, but like, what what's their? No, nope. no, nope. they're open. These guys are dressed like I mean, they're very Roman styled in my oh, okay. mind's eye. That's right. You did you did say that before. So I I I as mentioned before. I I trip him and turn my bill hook around and I just I just stab him just stab him in the throat and just leave it there while he bleeds out quickly. There's now one of these guys left and the pinned captain, who I think is maybe slowly loosening himself, especially now that Omid, you've been yeah stabbed very badly. If that's cool with you, but he's still gonna be uh, not fully functional. If that's all right, that sounds good to me. Hmm. While this dude is gurgling on the floors, Gashana, go help Omid. Yeah. Where in relation to the fire that started is uh oh the guy who just attacked Omid like the it's the other side right yeah I mean the fire is away f- oh, like it's it's not a concern right now for any of you it's just on fire is Omid on the ground or is he standing up Omid what do you think I'm probably taking a knee <laughs> <laughs> I'm all out of burning brand so I'm gonna try to bring that back and then attack this this guard with it. Roll it. That would be an 11. You have to choose your tags, right? Yes. I'm going to go plus one damage, and I'm going to remove the dangerous tag. And Gashana is going to take, like, basically do these guys move against them where they, like, jump up on the chair, and I'm going to just try to, like, jump over Omid and punch stab this guard Omid's on the other side of the guard well then I'm just gonna punch stab him in the back nice <laughs> like uppercut into the small of his back you're gonna charlie horse him yeah with fire <laughs> that's fucking that's fucking mean it's a stinger I'm gonna give him a stinger you Hack got and slash. that is an eight roll your damage that's four damage all right you definitely like pierce and burn through his uh through his armor and it hurts. But he is still alive. I think he just lets out like a, a, a shout in pain. And maybe he's actually probably gonna scramble out and like past Omid, since Omid's like right there, and into the aisle so that he can move more freely. Then he like turns to face you you all from there. The captain is now making his way over. They're on the same side, so they're within the same aisleway. The three of you are able to like cluster back up into an actual group if you so choose. I I believe that seems like a good plan. Yeah. Yeah, that seems smart. Are we just at a standoff now? Yeah, basically this this guard is too injured and a little too freaked out by your magical powers to do anything. The captain is like dragging himself over, so they're both just standing basically they're kind of like trying to figure out what exactly to do because the captain, you know, maybe would order them to run away but can't for some reason. So he's calculating. You've lost enough. Get out of here. Probably just uh, says, um, let me go through gritted teeth. Might be looking at Omid, maybe maybe starting to piece this together. I have him pinned. Unpin him. I, I will release the last bits of control I have over him. Okay, cool. This captain feeling himself now unrestricted by the magical weight that was tethering him uh, to his shadow. He turns to, to the guard and, and goes to shout a command to, like, get them the fuck out of there, but cuts off as the figure that had uh, stopped playing the harp and had stood up had made its way up the aisleway without any of you noticing. 
it basically uh, grabs the the helmet of the of the guard that this captain was about to order to leave, who Gashana you had just burned, and he just smashes the helmet in his hand and crushes its skull. The guard lets out like a final shriek through the remnants of his mouth, just basically pops. This captain fucking runs like he falls down to the ground, like scooches back up, and then just books it out of here, like through the through the main entryway that they had originally come in. The the figure who turns to face you all, dropping this guard to the side. It is a golem shocker, I'm sure at this point. Uh, it is wearing a black robe. Are you guys there? Hello. Uh, thanks for the help with the guard. Rao is like like backpedaling a little bit and and nodding to the other two to make distance as well. To whom may we send our thanks? It's definitely walking down the row of seats towards you with distinctive purpose. As it comes closer, probably in the dim light that kind of lights this this concert hall, you can see its black irises with flecks of white in it. Otherwise, it is completely stone-faced. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when you say walking toward us with purpose, it is is it just like hands at sides? Is it just like, is it zombie walking toward us? I'm just curious. <laughs> Uh, it's hand at sides. I mean, it's walking normally, but like it's walking directly for you. Yes. Here, one of you guys. One of you guys talk. I'm not the. I'm not usually the talker. You go, Gashana. <laughs> I, I really want that to be in character, actually. <laughs> oh, that actually sounds great. Omid, Gashana. I'm not the one usually in charge of delegations. We thank you for your aid in dispatching the guards, and would request guidance to. The Apprentice's Workshop. Who of you three is in closest to it in this row of seats? I believe that's Rao. I'm trying to... I'm backing up and, like, gesturing the other two to back up with me, so I'm in the front of this triangle. It's moving very quickly and does not seem to be bothered by the chairs at all as it's, like, walking. Like, it's not having to watch it step or anything. So it, it pretty quickly is within Bill Hook range of you. Oh, I don't want to attack it. Jesus. Um, JD, in the light of the the fire that's going, are there any doors out of here? Oh, yeah. The captain just ran through one, right? So both of these aisles lead up to, like, larger doors out. I don't like the looks of this one. Perhaps now is as good a time as any to make good our escape. You two run for the door. I'll keep it busy for a minute. I'm right behind you. Omid nods his assent as he's kind of holding his shoulder, I think, is where he got cut through. And I yeah, I will I will brandish the my my hook at it and kind of poke toward it. I'm not like I'm not really trying to stab it, and I'm not even I honestly don't think stabbing it will do anything, but I'm hoping that I can maintain some distance here. Yeah, fantastic. As you do so, it is going to just reach out and grab the bill hook. Saw that coming. It just uh grabs the bladed hook part of it and rips it apart. Are you guys running or what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, take we'll off. Run. Cool. Yeah. You both can just get out of here. Okay. So it does does it even look at them? Not from what you can tell. It doesn't take them very long to get to what I deem to be a safe position. Is that am I right in that? That's fair. Yeah. And I'm going to quickly start while keeping this thing in front of me. I'm going to quickly start moving around outside the aisle, like through the aisles and 
try to sidle around it and hope I can at least get on the same side as the rest of them if I need to just turn tail and book it. Okay, so you're just backing up into the aisle, right? Yes. Cool. I'll get a defy danger from you. Probably uh, dex. Is that cool? That is. That's an eight. Okay. If this is cool with you, I think you're backing up and keeping your eye on it so you know uh, exactly where it is. I think you catch that shoulder against the column, the one you injured earlier. So from now on, anytime you're using that left arm, uh, you'll take a minus one to it. Is that all right? It is. At least until you can actually get some attention to it. Yeah. You're backing up and just, boom, slam into into this column, which exacerbates the issue. But uh, you are able to get into the aisle, and it's approaching you, but not, not super quickly. So you're able to reach the aisle and can make your way up it. Yeah. I mean, if I understand correctly, they're already out. I'm going to book it as soon as I can get like a clear path. Cool. Absolutely. You all are able to do so. And I think you, Rao, are the last to see it. As you leave the room, uh, it stops following you right at the doorway. And the last thing you see between the doors is its silhouette in front of the flames, which are licking higher and spreading throughout the room. And the doors close behind you. Rao diving through this door and like, rolling as he hits the ground and turning around and seeing him just stop at the doorway. Are you alright? I'll live. Been better. I hate those things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm beginning to develop a dislike for them myself. What's the room we're in, JD? You are in a hallway. And it's interesting because it's pretty much just a plain hallway. It's made of the same rosy pink marble uh, that other interior parts of this mansion are made of. There are candles along the walls, which are dimly lighting things, but there are no decorations, and the ceiling is uh, just plain and and squared, and that's it. Is there a door at the end of the hallway? You can't see that far down this hallway. It's pretty dark in here. Okay. Gashana, can I have my dagger back? Uh, yeah, Kishana, like, flips it out and gives it to you. Thank you. And Rao holds it in his dominant hand, and you... S- the two of you can see that his left arm is fucked up. Like, he obviously just didn't move it in that entire conversation. Let's keep moving, see if we can find the workshop. Start walking down the hall. Yeah. Yeah. So there are candles on the walls on the far down. Um, it, it may have faded. Are there doors or anything like that on the side or decoration at all aside from these candles? Nope, not that you can see. There are no decorations and no doors that you can see. Rouse is going to keep walking toward the hallway. If you guys are looking at, you know, I don't know what these candles look like or anything. But yeah, I think we 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 tarry forth. There's a little bit of an urgency to this group now. I think. Yeah. The adrenaline come down and all that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we make our way toward the end of the hall. Fantastic. It is long. It's going. It's still going. And I think as you're moving, you all begin to realize that these walls are getting closer to each other. It's not very perceptible as it's changing, but you realize now that uh, you can reach out and touch both sides of the walls if you wanted to. But earlier, that would not have been the case. Now that you're getting claustrophobic... I did think that the hall was a little wider when we got out of the theater. 
Yeah, you can keep talking. And as you're walking, the hallway continues to narrow. You realize that uh, even the ceiling is slowly lowering. And eventually, you'll come to a point where the hall is so narrow that you actually have to slide along it. Like, you can barely fit in between the walls. I don't... Did he make this like this? It seems in line with the other places we've been. Perhaps not made like this, but contorted somehow. Uh, Gishana grabs one of these candles off the uh, holder. I'm going to stare into the source of fire and try to get some answers. I'm going to use lore of flame. Yeah, you roll for this, right? Yeah, yeah. What are you specifically aiming for? What's the trigger for the move? It's uh, when you stare into a fire and look for answers? Yep. Uh, roll plus whiz. On a hit, the GM will tell you something new and interesting about the current situation. On a 10 plus, the GM will give you good detail. On a 7 through 9, the GM will give you an impression. If you already know all there is to know, the GM will tell you that. So I think she's kind of looking for like either a way through this specifically or... Like some sort of hint that will either give them direction to find this lab or like I guess just something else that is useful. Okay, sure. Roll it. Uh that's an eight. So you get something, but not good detail, right? Right. It's an impression. I think you see a vision through the fire. You see shadows of a robed figure making its way through this hallway. Although uh, the hallway is not so strangely narrowed, but more like it was where you entered it. And this figure is carrying a tray of food, perhaps lobster. I think this is some sort of servant's passage. Something that the golems can pass through and we can't. We're missing some sort of proper sign I'm not even sure that golem that attacked us in a room before could even come down this hallway what makes you think these hallways are designed only for the golems Karia Khan told me showed me in the fire I saw a vision of a golem or a black-clad figure bearing food moving down this hallway, seemingly unimpeded. Hmm. Omid, do you think you could magic this place into thinking we are golems? I suppose I could... I'm not quite sure I know the extent to which it would take to mask us, but I could try. JD, is it cool if I I try and basically use the shadows, I'm thinking, uh, to, to reshape our visages, making us appear, and, you know, depending on how effectively in the greater like mystical parts appear as golems i don't know if i'll buy it if you're just manipulating shadows for this i was thinking of shroud the truth but that was just 
Oh, I didn't realize that was one of yours. Yeah, that sorry. Definitely hits that, and I love it. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's what I was going for. I was just saying how I threw the. You were just talking about shadows, so I thought you were invoking dance with shadows, and was like, eh. Oh no no I. Th- You're trying to mask yourselves to appear as golems to the mansion, right? Yeah, that's my hope. <laughs> awesome. Roll it. That's going to be an 11. Nice. Just because I think I set it up that way a little bit. I think I'm going to take uh, the casting saps your energy. You take minus one ongoing to int. Um, just because I, if this spell is going to work, Omid was going to overextend, especially to do it to three of them. And as I kind of set up before, that it was like, I'm not sure that this will tangibly affect anything. Like, you know, just in the sense of like, you know, like tricking a human is one thing. Tripping, tricking a magical in- house is a different thing. <laughs> That's what I'm going to go for. Because you mentioned shadows, I like the idea of your shadows transforming to reflect this modified nature, uh, to reflect the way that your image is, um, you know, projecting on this place. Is that cool? I just want a visual on screen of what this looks like. So if you have any other ideas, let me know. I actually like that a lot, especially because it's manipulating something that again is not like easily doofed like a, like a human. If that, if it was like a, if it was trying, if I was trying to like just change my visage, it'd probably be a little bit more like, you know, sculpting, sculpting an appearance. But this, I like that it's like changing an essence in a way. So the shadow, you know, in that kind of goofy, like the shadow reflects who you really are kind of way. I like the really pulpy feel of it too. In this, in this, candle lit hallway the shadows changing like you watch old horror movies and they change into the werewolf or whatever yeah yeah that that's a cool scene i like that a lot as you do this the hallway widens and looks normal again and these candles aren't dimly lit anymore but instead they're blazing and you can actually see that there are these doors along the hallway that the the heightened candles seem to to reveal them they're basically just fine lines in the stone. Like um, you can just see the edges kind of hidden there, uh, but you can now see them and you can see the fact that they have hinges and can in fact be opened. Is there any labeling or anything? Good question. Give me a uh, discern realities. How about that? Yeah. Sounds good. That is a nine. I think I'm just going to go with what here is useful or valuable to me. I think that makes the most sense too. Okay. There isn't like a directory or anything like that because it's not like the golems need one since they're in fact part of the mansion itself. But let me know if this works for you. I think some of these panels that are the doors are totally plain. They don't have any decorative element to them or anything like that. But other doorways seem to have a slight etching or uh, like an inlaid pattern on them. They don't tell you what they are uh, specifically, but they are distinct from each other. And you probably recognize one of them as representing this image of the hallway that your room is in with this impression of arches uh, revealing plants. Is there one that looks like it's to a workshop? Uh, sure. I'll give you that. Is there one with a dragon carved around it? I don't think there's a dragon, but I think there's 
one with an intricate dwarven braid or a knot on it. Oh, that yeah, makes sense. Nice. Gashana just opens that door and gestures everybody to follow her. I believe it is through here, gentlemen. Uh, there's not really anything to say. We yeah, we make our way through the. We door. make our way through the door. <laughs> cool. You all appear in the workshop of Guo Mu, in the same spot that you had originally appeared when you traveled there from the library. Where to now? Well, if Salanti's shop is supposed to be through here somewhere, right? Somewhere, yes. Table talk. Didn't he specifically tell us where it was? Yeah. I might. Zach. Yeah, might. yeah. Yep. He did. Oh, I thought he just said through the through the workshop. I didn't. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think he told us. Yeah, that's why. I, I, yeah, Guomu said that there was a set of stairs with the stairs up going to his personal quarters and the stairs down leading to Ypsilanti's old workshop. Ah. Is there anything made out of metal in here? There's metal, but just mostly decorative metals like gold or silver. Uh, I'm trying to think if there'd be any bronze. Would his tools be in here? I'm looking for something specifically to make like a, a pole part of a pole arm. Oh, yeah. You'd be able to find his iron tools. Okay. Then I'm going to use his knife and the iron tools to make a fairly crude, I would imagine, spear for Rao. Okay. Omid and Rao, what are you two doing while he's doing this? You don't have to roll for this, right, Kushana? No, it's just something that I only have to do it if I don't have, like, the time and tools. Yeah, you've got time. Did you see where he put his tea? I can't say I was paying that close of attention to the tea. Rao's, like, walking around around the, uh, around the kiln looking for the teapot again. I never tried it. I never had any of the tea. Yeah, you can find it. There's still some sitting out that's cold uh, that you all didn't drink earlier. Is the kiln? It was a kiln, right? It wasn't like a stove? Yep. He had put it into the kiln to heat it, but it's pulled out uh, once he served you. Well, yeah, but is the kiln still going? Oh, yeah. The kiln's definitely still going. I was I was, I was, like, I'm pretty sure kilns burn for, like, hours, but you could have said no. Uh, <laughs> were there, like, gloves or tongs or something? I mean, anyway, can I put the tea in the kiln to heat it back up was my point here. Yeah, there's tongs you can use. Okay. I was I was realized I was getting pedantic about the time I started getting it. I'm gonna heat the tea back up and yeah, this will hopefully this will be nice. We can relax for at least a minute before another one of those things comes and kills us. Or uh Rouse it very obviously favoring his shoulder and You look a little worse for wear. I am. What's your HP at the moment? Twelve. Out of like twenty two. Yeah, that's great. I've realized that Tea might help you revitalize, but perhaps this will do a little bit better. And I'm going to hand you one of my healing potions. Thank, thank you, Omid. And, and Rao takes it and like, sets it on the floor. But come here. Mm-hmm. He like puts his arm, like just, just hold it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> And like, hold hold it tight, and Rao's gonna like just turn his body and snap his shoulder back into place. Oof. <laughs> Thank you. Did you get it? Did you hear it? Just wanted to make sure it was in the right spot. Otherwise, it could be bad. Well, it's in a different one. Hopefully, the right one. <sighs> As he begins nursing the the healing potion, the ten. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure, right? 10 yep. HP for the healing potion? Yep. Cool. I will mark my one off. 
I only have one left. And right about now, I think that the T is probably going off. Gashana is probably finishing up the spear, unless there are other things you guys want to want to discuss. No. No, let's press on. Yeah, T sounds nice, and then let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so Rao pulls the, the the pot out with the tongs and and pours the three cups of tea. Here's hoping we get out of here, I suppose. Yeah, I'm just looking for the tea info. Oh yeah, I actually There's forgot. Move. It, I actually forgot it did anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a magic item, my friends. Nice, getting that backtrack magic item. <laughs> Taishi Mountain Grass. Uh, when consumed, Taishi Mountain Grass tea gives plus one forward to discern reality, or can be used to clear an affliction of the mind, such as stunned or confused. Cool. I'll take that plus one forward to discern if I happen yeah. to. Hit. Fuck yeah. Yep, you can all take that. I'm cool with it. Awesome. With that, do we, we make our way downstairs? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Cool. You all pass through the dragon archway, actually going underneath it and past the dragon, and walk through the workshop to the stairwell. This is a spiral staircase going up and down, and you begin going down. After a full few rotations of the staircase, your perspective seems to bend or uh, shift and you find yourself climbing up rather than descending these stairs. You hit the final couple of stairs and come up through a hole in the ground. You enter a place that is just full of junk, mostly. Loose scrolls are strewn about uh, with dust covering many of them. There are knickknacks on shelves and long tables and just a few spaces that have like purposefully been cleared off. The walls are this strange kind of greenish off-white color covered in markings of this language that uh, you can't understand. Omid, you'd recognize it. Um, it's the same language that you saw in the book in the resonant chamber earlier, but the walls are, are just totally covered up in it. And that's what you see. probably taking a knee <laughs> that's it i'm off this podcast <laughs> kneeling kneeling during hack and slash i just can't deal with it i just uh, thought it was a weird moment to propose but all right <laughs> i love you damn it <laughs> i just love guys who are stronger than me love a lot of guys <laughs> 